Hey, hey everyone, Janice back here again with the very last episode from the How I Found series. And if you haven't listened to the last four podcast episodes, which I just did, we talked about how I found Jesus, how I found my identity, how I found my purpose, how I found excitement or adventure. And as we close this series, we are going to still continue with the how I found topic. But just for today, we are closing off with the episode titled How I Found Courage or Boldness or Bravery. So just one story that I wanted to tell all of you in this episode today is the main story is when I first felt like I need to make a worship gathering. Yes. (laughs) So I was 16 years old, which is actually um, 2021, early 2021. Um, After quarantine, if you haven't listened to the previous podcast episodes, I talked about how in quarantine, God helped me rekindled my passion and fire to serve him and just to be closer to him. So after quarantine, I have this desire to make a worship gathering where... It would just be a gathering where his children would come together and worship God at his feet and just rebuild the tabernacle of David. So that's what I wanted to do earlier this year. But I thought to myself, you know what? I'm still 16 years old. I don't think I can make an event that big or start something like that all on my own. And so maybe I shouldn't even do it. So that's what I thought because, you know, I've never heard of someone, a 16-year-old or a 15-year-old or a 17-year-old making an event, a worship gathering all by herself. And so I was a bit scared. But then I really wanted it. You know, I can't get it off my mind. I kept thinking, I still want to have this worship gathering. I want to invite people to worship together with me at his feet and, you know, experience the intimacy and love that I get to experience in my life. And so I consulted with some people, um, some people that are way older than me. They have more experience. And, you know, I consulted with my parents and some pastors, people who can give me, you know, wisdom-filled advices. And so I asked them, you know, what do you think about me making a worship gathering you know as a 16 year old that means i would have to lead a team and i would have to figure out the place the time how many people are going to come how much money we are going to spend and so i asked them what do you what do you think about that and surprisingly (laughs) almost all of them supported the idea and they said you know what yeah i think you can do it you can also you know you can also start small with a worship gathering and you 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 can see where it goes from there and so the very first gathering i did was actually a house gathering so what we did is we had two guitarists one person playing the cajon i think that's how you say it in english cajon um it's that drum percussion thing that you hit with your hands (laughs) i'm not an expert on cons but we had two guitarists play and one con player and what we did is we just spontaneously worship so i had no preparation of any songs or 
any any messages that I wanted to share but the first house gathering that we did was only five people so five people and you know it was a bit awkward at first and the transitions of the songs was a bit awkward but what started out as five people in a gathering in someone's attic became seven and then ten and then I decided it was New Year's, so that was late 2020. Yeah, late 2020. It was New Year's, and I decided, you know what, I think I'm, I want to invite more people to join us and worship together as we enter 2021. And so I invited people and messaged them, hey, we're having this worship gathering thing at this person's house. Would love it if you guys come. It will be good to pray for 2021 and the New Year coming. And so... That's what I did. And surprisingly, I think about 30 or 50, 40, 30, 40 or 50 people came. And I was just surprised at how many people came. And it was such a great night, such a great night. And we had my mom also share some messages and pray for people all around the house. And so that's where, that's where it started. But then I felt in my heart that I really want to to do more i wanted to make an event that just invites people to worship at his feet with with intimacy and i thought you know what i think i think i might want i think i feel that god wants me to make something to rebuild the tabernacle of David. So when I first started those house gatherings, I did not think about about that worshiping at his feet or tabernacle of David. I didn't think about that. All I did was just invite people to worship. But this time I actually wanted to invite people to rebuild the tabernacle of David and just worship God with intimacy. And I thought, you know what? I think I want to also get some people, some keyboard players and cellist and drummer and some singers to join with me and we can hire out a place and invite people that we don't know as well to worship with us and so i decided that i was going to make my very first big event inviting people to worship but then again when we were making this we already consulted with some people as well and the vision of this event which I call Revive Us, by the way. Uh, Revive Us, and we have one, another one coming up soon. But Revive Us, our vision is we are not looking at the amount of people that are going to come on that event. But we are looking at our one audience, which is Jesus. How he is going to enjoy our worship that night. And so I thought, you know what? I really want to do this. I really want to just rebuild the tabernacle of David where people just passionately worship together. And I want to invite people to join me. People that I don't know. People that people that are maybe thirsty for God. People that are longing to have that intimacy with Jesus. And at first, I was so doubtful of myself. And, okay, I have several problems when I started this event. The first problem is I'm 16 years old. I do not have a main source of income yet. 
And so I had to find a way to pay for the building, to pay for the food that we provide to the musicians, and the flags that we bought for the dancers. So, um, I thought to myself, Lord Jesus, if you really want me to do this, I need your help because I can't do it alone. And a few weeks passes by. And I didn't do anything. I waited. You know, I waited for something to happen, like a miracle. But then I decided to just go ahead and start doing something. And I'll just see what God does. And let me tell you, it was scary because I am starting to ask people, musicians, to come and join me in worship while i still have no money no idea where i'm gonna do the worship gathering no money to supply for you know all the funds that we're gonna need and once i started asking the musicians i've gathered all the musicians i've asked the dancers and i've also searched some place to do the worship gathering and I found a good place. I found a good place and we decided that we're going to use that place. And, you know, nothing happened. And so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to use my savings. I'm going to use what I have in my bank account to pay for the rent. And one morning, um, I woke up and then I just sat on on, on our dinner table and I said to God, Dear Lord Jesus, I said, I know that this is supposed to be something that I give to you because we want to give you the best worship ever. But I don't have any money. (laughs) That's what I prayed. That's really what I prayed one morning. I prayed to God and I said, and you know what? I'm going to use my savings if if it comes to that. But I just want to let you know that I am still in need of money. And when I prayed that, I felt so silly because I thought, you know what, maybe this is not what God wants me to do because because it seems so hard (laughs) and it seems like nothing's happening, nothing's, you know, it all seems hard. So one morning I prayed that. On the same following day at midnight, someone transferred me some money and this person said, here is some money to cover for a worship gathering that you are going to have. And I just cried in my bedroom at midnight. I just cried and cried. And if I'm not mistaken, um, the money that this person gave did not cover everything. It was probably one third of the rent that I needed. But it didn't stop there. A couple of days later, someone else transferred another amount of money and the next few weeks someone else transferred more money and before you know it we had all the funds covered including food materials the rent and we even had extra because one of the person that gave us the donation told us you know what i'm gonna give you some extra money because i believe that you're gonna make another one someday (laughs) And you know what? I am still so speechless until today. Because when I first decided that I was going to make something that big or make a worship gathering like that, I had no clue how I'm going to do it. 
I really did not know. And it took probably a month or two months until I finally decided that I was going to do it because I was so scared that I will fail. That that I would just use my parents' money at the end of the day. But, <laughs> but yeah, they didn't end up spending any money for this event and it's all by the grace of god that people just came and help us and by the way um i don't i didn't ask people to donate to this ministry or to this worship gathering but somehow they just gave us the money and they always tell us i feel like god wants me to give this to you and that's when it really hit me you know god is with me all this time in the beginning of the journey, I felt like it wasn't God's will because nothing was happening. And it took some courage to step out and make that event, make that decision. And I realized that oftentimes we do need boldness and courage to obey God. And it's not easy because sometimes we don't know what's ahead. We don't know what's going to happen. But boldness also comes w- when we trust God, when we know that he's in control, when he- we know that he can protect us all the way, that he has a great plan for us. That's where boldness comes from. And you know what? When you just love Jesus so much, I feel like the more we would start to understand the beat of his heart we would know what he wants we would know what he likes we would know what pleases his heart and then we would receive the boldness and the courage to do those things that pleases him and i think being a christian you have to be bold you have to be bold especially when it comes to obeying god like our family moved from indonesia to australia with no friends, no knowledge about the country. We just moved here because God told us to, and that's a huge step for our family, and that took boldness. But we always know that God has never left us. Even when we see a rainbow in the sky, we know that that's a sign from God, and he's telling us, I have a promise that is is coming for you. I have something planned for you. That's why I made you move here. So I encourage you, be bold. Look for that assurance, that boldness, that courage in Jesus. Because you cannot do it alone. Being bold is not being sure that you can do it alone. But being bold is knowing that you cannot do it alone. But you have a God that can do it with you. That that is going to help you. That is going to fight for you. That is going to stand right next to you. That's what being bold is. And so if you're struggling with feeling bold or feeling not feeling afraid anymore, let me just pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for every single person that is feeling afraid or they feel like they can't step out in boldness and follow your word. Lord, I pray that they would find courage and strength in you, that as they spend more time with you, they would feel and know your strength lord that they would have this assurance and trust in you that they don't have to be afraid anymore because everything is in your hands lord i pray that everyone here would also feel safe even though they go to different places or dangerous waters 
or or dangerous missions, Lord. I pray that they would always feel safe because they know who they are in you because they know that you never would leave them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So that concludes the end of this episode. I hope that everyone has been enjoying it since the first um, episode of the How I Found series. And I hope that you also feel like you have been blessed by it. And if you do, you can share it to your friends or your family that is maybe struggling with the things that I also struggled with. But I had such a great time making this podcast series and I hope that you had such a great time hearing it too. So that's it from me. I hope you have a blessed day and keep on shining, keep on walking strong in the Christian journey, (laughs) in the path that God has set out for you. So that's all from me. I hope you have a blessed day. Bye.